0: Hello and welcome to the Android Police Podcast. My name is, uh, it's not Daniel Bader, it is uh, <laughs> Will Saddleberg. Uh, Daniel is lost
1: in the European
0: wilderness oh, no. right now, as far as I'm aware. I don't know, he's probably eating I wish a, I could go to I Europe guess. and
1: just play around with the camera for a week. <laughs>
0: I think that's what he's doing. Which, you know, as a Canadian boy, uh, did he pick the right week. Uh, hopefully everyone in, in Canada oh, no. and the affected areas is, uh, is, is safe. This week on the show, we're going to talk Apple, like, a lot. Sorry to everyone who thought this would maybe be, like, a break in your podcast feed for your tech podcast. Like, oh, at least the Android show will talk Android. um, We will. We will. Eventually. We're we're just as guilty. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, WWDC kind of took the air out of the room, I guess. So so we're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about all this Reddit drama, the Reddit app you like. Shutting down, probably, unless something changes in this AMA that's happening in, like, two hours as we record. And then we'll talk about Android 14 Beta 3 a little bit. There's not a ton new, but we can talk about some lock screen customization. There's some bug fixes. But, yeah, should be a packed hour or so. As always, I'm joined by Ara Wagner. How are you, Ara?
1: I'm tired but that's nothing new i'm very much hoping that i'm not just going to be debbie downer because i (laughs) look through all the wwdc (laughs) stuff and i i have to tell you i i'm whelmed i'm not quite underwhelmed but it is certainly not like huge compared to previous years
0: you will be an audience surrogate for for someone like there will be people out there who are like thrilled that they're like i'm glad someone is not like over the moon and like We'll get to everything, but I just but I want probably... to know
1: how many freaking years it took for Apple to realize that offline maps should be a thing. <laughs> that is Ara... something you announced at WWDC in 2023.
0: Ara was talking about this in the five minutes before we hit record, so she this is this is absolutely upsetting her, and I think it's funny, and we will get to it. Also, joining us to fill the Daniel shaped void is AP managing editor Stephen Shank. Oh, hi. hi. How's it going? Uh, glad to have you on. I would say finally you've been on before, but it's good to have you back on. I've been on so long ago I don't remember when that was, so it feels uh, it like would a be
2: fresh. CES.
0: Start.
2: Oh, oh God, yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. you and you and Taylor uh, called in sort of <laughs> the separately. Was yes. not great. <laughs> no, I can't imagine it was. And then of course, bringing on three Android-centric writers to talk about Apple news is probably not good enough. So from our uh, sister site XDA, we have Apple editor Mahmoud Itani. Thanks so much for being on
3: thank you for having me
0: and feel free to i know the three of us are probably going to yell a bunch feel free to talk over us uh that is something that jules can fix in post he will just mute he will mute everyone and and make sure that your actual point that's not through. allowed no <laughs> I'll do um, that in my- okay so let's get into the biggest announcement i think this week from apple i think we can all agree is uh, snoopy watch faces on the apple watch i think Absolutely. everyone has been begging for these i sound sarcastic because it's obviously not the biggest announcement but i will say i love these i think they're adorable <laughs> and it was maybe the thing that got the most emotional reaction out of me but okay vision pro it's $3,500 i don't know how else to start this conversation other than with the price tag, it is an AR mixed reality VR headset. It's kind of all three things. Apple wants to refer us to refer to it as spatial computing. XR should we just call it? Yeah. As that? it's something else, man. If you haven't seen this it, is I'm a sure solution
1: in desperate desperate search of a problem because they brought Disney out on stage and they were like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna have like Disney Plus support and Disney uh virtual environments." And I'm like, I am a ginormous Disney fan I would not spend $3,500 on this like that's the price of an annual pass in both Disney World and Disneyland Yeah, that's ridiculous
2: but it's like one night in that Star Wars hotel right so I said this
0: in Slack Disney <laughs> should just port the Star Wars
2: <laughs> yes, hotel
1: yes. to
0: the Vision Pro like there we go okay, I,
1: I will backtrack a little and say if they offer up like virtual environments that are all like Inside the Millennium Falcon at Tiana's restaurant, just like pull out all of these places from different Disney movies. Give me a nice background, just give me some like lo fi. And that could be cool so long as I can pull up a window and just keep working with no keyboard because this doesn't have a controller. It does. But, yeah, not. I'm.
0: Although they showed I mean, someone using a, a, a DualSense with
3: it. Yeah.
1: So I, I think, want to we agree probably
3: are about the um point where she says it's like searching for a problem to solve um so usually yeah. when Apple releases a new product category let's say the AirPods they first removed the headphone jack and the AirPods were there to sort of solve this problem because people right. no, no longer conveniently listen to their phones so they sold and like they became super popular and like Wireless earbuds existed before the AirPods, but the popularity in wireless earbuds didn't really boost across the Spark. It didn't occur until Apple normalized that. So in the case of the headset, I really don't get like, what's it trying to solve here? Like you're just working on a bigger canvas, but it's essentially just a luxurious Mac. And like, what's, what's the point? It's
2: trying to solve a problem. It's trying to solve a market problem though. It's trying to figure out how to make commercial headsets work for something that's not gaming. I mean, this sort of like augmented reality engineering view has been successful with like Microsoft and HoloLens, but only at like, you know, enterprise level. This is solving the problem of how to get the public to see this as a viable option for, you know, computing.
1: But is it? Granted, this is a first generation early adopter. This is the you pay because you want to be on the bleeding edge product. But it's thirty five hundred bucks per person if you wanted to have more than one of these in your house and they talk about like using this with like your kids and all i of had this a controversial other
2: thought uh in the moments leading up to this podcast i was making coffee i was thinking about pricing um and i was just thinking about how i don't like the decisions with the display to not make it some sort of you know optical pass through to do this a you know physical screen that blocks your view and you're seeing a camera projection and i'm just thinking about how the quality of the display there has long been, I think, the limiting factor in making this experience really immersive. And how much money you would have to spend to really do that well. And I don't feel comfortable at the thirty-five hundred dollars space thinking that Apple did this well enough. Like I would feel better if this were a six-seven thousand dollars. You are seriously. I would There's be. No, I'm just more laughing. This is the most Stephen
0: it. take. <laughs> it's not expensive yeah. enough. <laughs>
2: well, considering like Apple's other stuff, it you know I would expect this to be even more pricey so, <laughs> If
1: it was proper AR, I could mm-hmm. maybe understand going more well, that's the goal. in order to have a proper view when you're using it in virtual reality and in augmented reality, that this is this straight up, this is not an AR headset. The only way you see the outside is through cameras. This is a VR headset that just happens to port through some of the outside visual it when you're ports
0: through want. a lot of the outside. So we should say it's thirty eight hundred by three thousand resolution per eye. 4k plus displays in front of each of your eyes as opposed to 1832 by 1920 on the quest 2 and quest pro obviously those are even the quest pro is like much cheaper than the uh, vision pro but i mean that is it's the sharpest resolution on any of these i think that will certainly help i have seen people who have worn it at apple's campus say that like you are not seeing pixels. Like it, it does seem fairly impressive. I that's almost find it a lag though. Yeah. I, I like that's what I've been wondering your head about. I don't know. Have um, Mahmoud, have you talked to Ben? Cause I know Ben at XDA.
3: I haven't it. had the chance to talk to him about it, but I've read his hands on piece yeah. where he's saying like, it's one like of the best he's ever tried. And yeah. While it's not exactly transparent, you actually feel like you're actually um, wearing just regular glasses because like the feed is instant. And like, high quality so you can't really tell the difference but I find this very dystopian like when I'm looking let's say I'm looking at someone who's wearing this and I know like it scans your face at first and makes a model of your eyes and like facial features but when I'm having conversation with someone I want to look into their actual eyes like I don't want to look at the screen representing their eyes I don't care how accurate it is but I find the entire concept a bit messed up like I don't want the future where we're all just in our little bubbles and seeing each other through cameras on screens, Like, I think this is way too much.
2: I I get this first thing I'm doing
0: is putting two googly eye stickers on the front of it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Of
1: course.
0: Well, but I agree, though. Like, I think there's a reason. I mean, they spent 40, 45 minutes on this. Like, if you look at all of the footage they showed of very, very handsome models using it, no one else was ever in the room with them. Like, they were always alone every now and then maybe like a kid would run in or a dog but like for the most part like these were very like solo experiences and i do think it's because like if i was sitting with someone or even just like my partner and she's not interested in this but if she was like wearing these and i like she was like no no no, i see you like we can we can have a conversation (laughs) i'd be so distracted the whole time and maybe you know in two years that distraction goes away but like the goal here I think obviously is to eventually not have these things be like massive goggles and I think that's a cool goal I would love that but like that's what they are right now and just the dream of them not being that does not change that like these are weird things that you're gonna have strapped to your face and honestly the virtual eyes make it weirder I it's like the most like meta thing that Apple did there were times during this where I was like boy, this feels a little like what meta does in like a bad way. And the eyes were one of them where I'm like, I think that's a misunderstanding metaverse world where your
2: avatar is this disembodied, just like pair of eyes floating around.
0: They still don't have legs. I saw that this morning. They still haven't added legs. They promised legs like last year meta, and they still haven't done it for their avatars. But like, it's the same thing of like, I don't really want to join a FaceTime call and have like, People see me like a, an uncanny version of me that like was scanned by the headset. Like it's weird and I understand that like Any <laughs> Anyway,
3: regarding the headsets build is that Apple is reportedly wearing on on like AR glasses, like similar to yeah. the Google glasses from years ago. Exactly. So- Apple wasn't really supposed to launch the Vision Pro, wasn't necessarily supposed to release that, but then um, because the actual glasses are like still in development and years yeah. away, so they yeah. released that as sort of like a test product until yes. they prepared whatever comes next. So personally, I am interested in the glasses because I want to be able to see if there will be actual world without using like cameras and screens, but at yeah. the same time, I can add a layer of uh, AR. So I think there will be not only like lighter to wear, but also like more natural. And like I think it would be a healthier balance between technology and the real world.
0: Yes. And and that's the dream of what I want, like realistically. Like I'm not gonna lie. And I joked about this I was so so anyone who listened to last week's episode will know that I was like I was very close to my prediction coming true where I said that I would buy one of these if James Cameron walked out on stage and talked about how you could watch Avatar 2 and 3D on them. And if they had just done James Cameron instead of Bob Iger, I would be very oh poor God. right now. But they didn't. Thank God. So I'm not buying one. But that's the dream of this. But because that is the goal, any negativity towards this product is almost I'm worried going to make me sound like people 13 years ago who are like, the iPad's just a big phone. Like, it's just a big iPod. Like, that's dumb. And like, it was a little dumb at the time. And obviously, it became less dumb. It's still kind of just a big phone. But there is benefits to that. But I don't I don't know. Like, I well, let's I, be honest, we're, we're hemming and hawing about the benefits because of the price. If this were seven hundred dollars, yes. you would, would buy one.
2: Absolutely. It is cool.
0: This. Look, OK. Yes, I, I think because of the price, it's really easy to get really hung up on the negative negative stuff. I don't need this, but it, it would be cool. So I, I was at the Motorola event last week and. The hotel room was frankly a little small. There was no desk for me to write anything at. I cleared the lamp and the clock off the bedside table and pulled it up to like the little like couch chair thing and worked there. And it was good enough, but like it hurt my back and like I was working off like a 14 inch laptop. Do you know what would have been great if I had this and I could have like a very similar monitor experience to what I'm in front of now? Where I have like a big screen and then a smaller screen to the side, and I like do all of that stuff with a headset. That's cool. I've watched a movie on a Quest Two before. It's fine, but like it's cool that the screen looks huge, but like you can see the pixels. Like it's not you're not watching a super high res right, right. screen, which like this kind of solves. Like that's cool. I would love that,
1: assuming the battery will last long well, enough for you to get through that see, three we're to half back. hour movie.
0: The battery is a problem. Yeah, but you're at home
2: just like have a bunch of extension cords lying around all over the place. <laughs>
0: I mean, definitely won't trip over those. I mean, that's basically what my current house is right now. There's a pile in mm-hmm. front of a in, in between the couches, there's a pile of like three USB-C or lightning cables depending on who in the house is using them. And so that's the same thing. It's just you're just plugging in. But no, two hours of battery life is a problem, specifically when you're working off a a very un-Apple battery pack. I think everyone laughed when they were like, you can get all day battery life when you're plugged into the wall. Like, I hope so. Like, I would assume it's not going to, like, destroy the electricity in my house, but yeah, I'm gonna back up
2: for a second here, if
0: we could. Yeah. You were talking
2: earlier about um, you know when you were traveling and how this might be a great product, you know, at an event or something when you're on the go, create a, a virtual work environment for you. Do you guys feel like Apple's maybe doing itself a disservice by making this virtual environment be structured so much like a you know you were talking about multiple monitors and screens? It still feels like you know, a virtualized desk rather than just like. Thinking back to like 90s, uh, like visions of cyberspace, but like, yes, and just all having encompassing like this
1: just, just windows everywhere, think like, just like the- a
2: void of information, right? Why are we yeah. avoiding that so much? I mean, is this just kind of easing people
0: into this experience. I don't know. Maybe. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, maybe <laughs> it is less productive. I wouldn't
2: be surprised if Apple did try all these options out and found what people respond to best to.
1: I will also say that so long as you can use any USB-C power delivery power bank with the Vision Pro, I'm less worried about the battery pack so long as you are wearing a pair of pants with a belt or have a purse you can stick the big-ass battery in because otherwise you're not going to be able to get much done before the low battery thing kicks on. But at the same time, that they immediately went with, like, the quest angle of, okay, you, you have X battery in the actual headset, but if you're going to want to do anything long-term, you're going to want to use... Uh, no, you just... no,
0: there's no battery in the no. headset. It's just the battery pack. Oh, wait, pack. Really? Yeah.
3: I've yeah, described that. To, and have that is... the battery pack on your waist. Um, if you remove yeah. it at size, like, you have to keep it connected up all times. And, like, two hours for $3,500 hundred headset—that's like, insane. Like, that's one of the reasons yeah, no, people yeah, that pretty that's really critical of it. Bad. Because for this price tag, we expect, like, a perfect product. And this is the first. Well, the
1: problem with that is it at least needed to have a big enough battery to where it could do, like, 5, 10, 15 minutes of, oh, my battery pack just died. Here's enough time to save whatever you were working on and either get to a wall outlet or, at the very least, shut it down properly. But at the same time, I accept that, Having any sort of battery in this headset its would weight. have immediately put it over its weight. Yeah, that's, budget. that's what they're trying
0: to avoid yeah. with it. Yeah,
2: and we're going to have third-party accessories. I mean, immediately, oh, yeah, no, like the battery bandolier. <laughs> oh, all for that Apple, power.
0: the third-party accessory market for Apple's going to be strong. <laughs> that's new. Then we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
2: And
1: again, so long as that is like standard USB-C, so long as it's not. Freaking lightning! um It's
0: something weird that like pop on yeah, so connector on the ear. I don't even uh, and maybe it's like a magnet. If you if you know, I have not seen whether or not you can pop that battery off. Like it kind of looks like you can, but I don't.
3: I haven't actually read any official information regarding yeah. the matter, but I can see the outline where you appears that where it could. Yeah, it they out. show it disconnecting
0: yeah. from the earpiece. Do, do they show it disconnecting? Okay, yes, yes. it's like a magnetic pop on dealy. Okay, but it's not USB C. It, no, it is proprietary. No, it's yeah. Round and proprietary. Uh, yeah. So are all so of, long you, as make all an of adapter, your favorite things.
1: But like, yeah, no. know. Well, more importantly, Maxite just means that if you twist the wrong way, you're gonna just disconnect that cable and the device will immediately shut I'm off. I'm sure
0: they've thought like this I'm was sure round, it's very
2: strong. Though. I imagine yeah. it was like a uh it clicks in a coaxial
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they have thought of that. Like, I, I would be very surprised.
1: Those are going to be the most pointless battery packs ever. That is so dumb.
0: But yeah, I mean, there's lots of other stuff we can talk about at, at yeah. WWDC. So we should move off this. But does anyone have like, I don't know how you can even have final thoughts on this. This is such a weird product. You can't have
1: a final thoughts. because this is an incomplete product.
0: I mean, I guess just by nature, it is right. Like it's a stepping stone, but I've been so split on this since Monday, and it is Friday as we record, and I've been like hot and cold on it, like jumping back and forth between, "Wow, shit!" Like this thing is cool, and then like back to like, "Oh, but it's kind of lame too," in a way that like like we talked about, where it's like it's so antisocial and it and like weirdly dystopian. It is like there was a tweet going around that like Apple. Copied the exact camera movement and like shot from Ready Player One of him putting the goggles on in the movie. Like it's like in what in one of their commercials for it. It's like the exact same. Like you can line them up one by one. I don't know. Like it's a weird thing to be like. All of these tech companies <laughs> looked at these like dystopian sci-fi futures and were like, "Yeah, that's cool." And they <laughs> some good the ideas, wrong thing because,
1: okay. especially at this point in time. The last thing we need is another thing to just strap to our head and stay in, stay alone in a dark room. Like, come on.
2: I mean, it saves on lighting bills, I'll
1: say that. Eh. Some of us can just live in the dark without the overhead lights, but yeah, no, it's <laughs> cooler than like an HTC Vive, but at least Vive had the presence of mind to be like, okay, we know that this is expensive, but we're going to give you all the accessories, we're going to do the full room tracking and all that, and Apple is just giving us a headset that may that well, I that tracking it does. is going to be so freaking important on because there's no default controller.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Mahmoud, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I, I was saying Um, the good news is that we won't be seeing like the masses adopting it anytime soon because like you need to do like the fitting test and like yeah. it's exclusive and right now it will be like available just at US Apple stores next year. So it won't be like super popular real quick and we won't be seeing like people wearing it everywhere, not anytime soon at least. So I would like to think that by the time it's more available. Apple would have maybe simplified the design or yeah, come probably. up with something a little bit less dystopian, because yeah. right now it looks like nightmare fuel to <laughs> me.
2: I'm curious how well this demos in person, considering like the, great. the need to fit it and like the the inserts for. Oh, do you mean in an glasses. Apple store? I mean, if you want to try this out they're not like, gonna the, you get you you pay $3,500 yeah that's the problem because i think with vr I mean, in general it was you know yeah. like, tough for people to accept but it's been available in public in like yeah. you know gaming places or rentals people have been able to try well, even this
0: then out. $300 for an Ocul- or for a meta oh, jesus a meta quest two. like just go buy it and return it if you really don't like it don't like i know $300 that. is not cheap necessarily but like if you were curious about it and you wanted to try it for a day, you could just literally go to Best Buy, pick one up, and yeah, be like, yeah. "Ah, not for me," and box it back up. Like, it's a big difference if it's a thirty-five hundred dollars charge on your credit card. Get those points though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I get. You know, I have a card that gets uh that gets five percent back. I should on on certain purchases. I should see if I can uh if I can get that on the uh the old Vision Vision Pro. No, I think. God, the name is so smart. To your point, the lighter less dystopian version vision air is going to happen in like four years and it will be the thing we're kind of wanting it to be where it's like big glasses but they won't be a whole headset like it's right there 2027 it's right there i i feel it but okay getting the ipod from futurama (laughs) exactly okay let's talk about ios 17 a little bit my you actually have used it you wrote the hands-on for for xda what are your overall impressions on beta one.
3: Yeah. So my headline pretty much summarizes what I think about iOS 17. Like I think first of all, it's super buggy for beta Mm -hmm. one. And like, I know it's the first developer beta and like bugs are expected, but I've been running developer betas for years now. And Mm -hmm. this is by far one of the buggiest I've ever run on my iPhone. Just all sorts of glitches and animation bugs and like things crashing and not working and I have to use it for work reasons. So I can't really roll back, but I'm just sort of stuck with the buggy build for two weeks or so. It further alienates Android users because this year, Apple focused more on ecosystem features. So even as someone who is completely immersed in Apple's ecosystem, I have a Mac, iPad, iPhone, Apple Watch, HomePod, everything. iOS 17 is still super boring to me because my friends don't necessarily use Apple services like iMessage and FaceTime. So these new iMessage additions, the FaceTime video message thing where you leave like a video voicemail if someone doesn't answer your call, The contact posters, whatever, they only work if you have people in your life who actively use Apple products and services. So if you're just someone who uses Apple products on his own or on her own, it just won't work for you. Like it's one of the most mundane major, between quotations, major releases in years. And I understand that Apple has been focused on the mixed reality headsets, So they were like focusing their efforts on Vision OS instead of like iOS, iPad OS and Mac OS. But still, I think for an annual update, this was pretty lackluster.
1: I've already said the biggest thing I have to say about this, which is the offline maps thing. I do kind of envy the stickers stuff, mostly because they mentioned it in relation to messages. But then they said that you could use them across the system.
3: Yes, they work with third-party apps.
1: Yeah, I know. I I really wish Android would do the same sticker stuff that uh, Apple does. Mostly because I play a, uh, I play an emoji game, and if you unlock the emoji in the app, you can use them as stick. Uh, you can use them as stickers depending on the app. But because the sticker support in Android is just so lackluster, I can hardly ever use them.
3: Yeah. Okay, you get the new standby mode, which is cool and everything, but, like, you know, yeah. like, my iPhone already has always on display, and when it's on its charger, I already could see the time and widgets. I mean, now it's slightly larger and then fancy font and whatever, but, like, I don't feel like it's such an interesting feature, and otherwise, the new additions mostly revolve around iMessage and FaceTime.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I feel like standby is just a direct assault on the Echo Show Five and the smaller Google Assistant displays, which or aren't even really the assist-
0: Pixel Tablet. Like,
1: well, yeah, yeah, but that would be for yeah. iPad. But yeah, oh, I
2: would love that interface on like those Lenovo alarm clocks. Yeah,
1: yeah, all those Google small uh, third-party Google Assistant displays that are no longer supported, which is just the most womp, insane. Womp. Well, thing. It,
0: that's the thing, though, right? That's why it's frustrating, is because like Google also has a really basic mode like this on android that has languished for nine years yeah i was gonna say like a decade like they've had this forever and they just never did anything with it and so like
2: the frustrating thing it is so basic there's nothing that fancy about this is just you know the will to make this idea happen
0: but like you know next year i will be sitting in the stands at google io next may and they'll be like, We have a great new interface for your bedside table. And it's gonna be like, it, Yeah, it's it's gonna be the same thing when they when they were like, check out our lock screen customization this year, and we will get to that later. But like it's frustrating because like Android has effectively had this, they just haven't been paying attention to it. And it's
2: like right, what do you call it, the um screen saver when it's a like, screensaver yeah, Yeah, Yeah
0: yeah i think people will use it like i think it's a cool idea i think they said that it can tell which stands it's so like you can have a different interface for like a stand in your living room versus a stand in your
3: depending on the matter yeah stand that you use um it will ignore your layout
0: which is cool like i think that's a smart idea but yeah i mean most people would probably just use this mode
3: for this being like one of the uh, very few major features in an annual update it's, i feel like it's unacceptable <laughs> Well, so
0: it's so interesting because like part of the reason that I watched and I think a bunch of people at Android Police watched all of Apple's event on Monday was like, there's probably content here. There's comparisons. There's editorials on like, why is Google doing this better than Apple? Why is Apple doing this better than Google, et cetera? Like, and, and for the most part, like the biggest thing I came out of this was like, oh, Google and Apple are both focused elsewhere than on their mobile operating systems like they're they're giving like small updates but for the most part these are mature platforms that do not need huge changes every year and the changes that do come are going to be mostly to services like iMessage and then every now and then you'll get you know like the live voicemail thing or something like that but like relatively speaking it's like your phone is your phone and like it's it's not gonna radically change anymore which is a bummer, I think, for all of us because we like that stuff and we like seeing new things. But like for the end user, it's probably a good thing because I think I think a lot of people are the and opposite. These phones
1: are stable. Phones are where they need exactly. to be, and we're not. Nobody's trying to mess with a... yeah. Nobody's the only people who are really trying to mess with a good thing and fix what isn't broken is the wearable space where they're trying to get the size down to a more reasonable form factor, or they're trying to cram ridiculously big screen to do a phone that will still kind of fit in your pocket.
3: In Apple's case, like I wouldn't call iOS mature yet. Like, yes, it's maturing, but like you still got plenty of super basic system apps. Like let's say there's still no continuity support on Apple music. So like, unlike Spotify connect, you can't just play music on one device and resume it on another. Like it just doesn't work, even though like it's Apple's ecosystem and like things work and like they're all interconnected. This still doesn't exist. And like take the Mail app, for example. It's one of the most basic Mail apps I've ever used. And like it's, it's been pretty much the same for years now. So there's still plenty of room for improvements. And like the camera, you have this Pro system on the higher end iPhones, but like you still don't really have uh, baked in professional photography mode. You can take like raw uh, footage, but like you can't really adjust the settings manually, you know. So I think like there are still some spaces that could like use some improvements, but Apple is busy. Um, I don't know, creating new emoji stickers or something.
0: The other thing is like they just kind of do changes for the sake of changes. I saw that they. I I rarely use Apple Music. I'm mostly like a Spotify person, but I saw they changed like the now playing screen on Apple Music. So like half of the album art is like cut off, and it just bleeds into your playing interface, and that like drove me crazy. And to your point, like. There are actual, like, things they could improve, and instead they're just doing, like, random changes to the music app, because we can, you know? It's it's weird.
1: Apple needs to finish doing what Android did and just give users the ability to set third-party apps as defaults for literally everything else, because it's still such a limited number of apps that you can set as defaults. Yeah, I'll
2: hold my breath for Apple to cede some control.
1: Well, and the thing there is, if somebody else does it better, Apple is... Very good at either acquiring the developer or just stealing the concept. Uh, but at the same time, some of the bigger changes for like Apple and Google when it comes to like app features and services, a lot of that isn't going to come from Apple and Google. That's going to come from developers who have more experimentation, more ideas, more drive to try and bring users in than apple and google who already have billions upon billions of users every year um, am i wrong i mean no, like especially no. for think... like mail apps for any like third-party replacement whatever's uh, third-party widgets although apple doesn't really have nearly as much of a field there as android although androids is kind of hacky if you don't know what you're doing i get that these are stable I want Apple to finish filling in the blanks of what it is lacking compared to Android. And I want Android to be taking a look at Apple and seeing how it can further polish and refine. Android is stable. It just needs to look more professional. And Apple, it looks professional and it looks good. It's still just got holes in it. Like a really nice piece of lace.
3: Yeah, but I have to comment um, on the the topic where you said that third-party developers have to fill on um, some of these blanks, but the problem with Apple is that the company pushes you to use its services, like let's take as an example the default apps. Right now you can only set a browser and the mail app, I think, and like everything else you can't really set any defaults, so it's always going to default to the Apple solution, which is half-baked, even if you have the third-party alternative. So. Many users, including me, end up like depending more and more on Apple solutions because they're just sort of in the way. And like you've got the Apple One bundle, which includes all services. And this means I'm automatically not going to use Spotify because I already have Apple Music as part of the bundle. So when Apple Music doesn't have the features that I need, I feel like I'm stuck with this service, even though I'm not satisfied with it, but I'm going to use it anyway. And like, meanwhile, Spotify doesn't have HomePod support. So like, you know, when you sort of fully immersed in the Apple ecosystem, things are more comfortable in a way, but you also become too dependent on Apple and its decisions.
0: Do you think m- the vast majority of Apple consumers like prefer that? Or do you think that's something that like... If yeah, you- they feel it's holding them back. Or yeah. is it just like,
2: everything I want is here. This
0: is nice. It sounds like for you, it's kind of, I maybe would like to try like other services, but it's so easy to just like use these. And like, to be honest, it's it's more work to go out of my way to use Spotify or Google Maps or whatever that like, I might as well use the default services because I can't change them.
3: For me, like I've tried defaults and like I have both Google Maps and Apple Maps installed. But like, even though I have like third party alternatives installed, I still find myself drawn to apple's apps even though i don't necessarily prefer them in some cases because they're sort of in the way and apple has a way of like marketing itself yeah
0: it's an interesting idea we should talk is a little heart? bit yeah yeah we have been i mean is there much more does we we've kind of Contact touched on posters oh of course the context the of interesting um, thing it's both cool and also I think most of the it's ones they showed were ugly.
1: No, no, no. I think I think sharing
0: contact cards like that is is smart. I mean, we've seen stuff like that before, but like obviously it will probably have that Apple polish on it where, you know, yeah. in, in a year everyone's using it. Then again, I like I don't know. I don't share contact information like super often, like phone numbers, even like at this point, like most people who add me at like tech events or whatever are like just putting me in a Telegram group.
1: Well, more importantly, with all of these like contact stuff, if you have all of your information in your contact, which most people do, I wouldn't want to share like, oh, here are all my phone numbers and all of my email accounts.
0: Oh, you mean like, well, most people only have one phone and one one email. (laughs) Yeah, like that is a tech reporter's problem. (laughs) <laughs> but point taken. No, I just wish I kind of feel this way too about the, the iOS lock screens is that they're kind of ugly. Like I don't, I don't like Apple's choices and fonts. Like this is also a problem again. We'll get to it, but it's like, also
1: a problem for Android fourteen. the,
0: the Android lock screen. on, on, I, on, on I, I, it, It's not I, good. I
1: will literally devolve into rage. If we talk too much about the lock screen <laughs> oh, customization on Android. 14 we'll beta. end there.
0: So I promise awesome. we'll end there, but yeah, it's cool. I want to briefly talk about WatchOS 10. I am a big Apple Watch fan. I don't think any Android wearable that I've tried has come close. I don't love some of the changes they're making. Mahmoud, do you use an Apple Watch? Uh
3: huh. Yes, I've been running the beta okay. since uh, since okay, the cool. main WWDC keynote, and I have to say this is my favorite OS update out of the okay. other Apple operating system updates, simply because. Apple is finally treating the Apple Watch as its own entity, rather as an extension of the iPhone. Like now you have these vivid UIs. Before it was just like mostly black background with some info here and there that mirror whatever is on your phone. And I feel like slowly it's getting its own like character and personality with these new interfaces that take advantage of the large display. Like, I think within a few years, Apple is actually going to make the watch completely independent where you wouldn't really need an iPhone to set it up. Because from these interfaces, you can see it like as a mature, valid device that operates on its own in a way.
2: Yeah, I can't help but wonder if Apple's development experience with the Vision Pro maybe helped them reconsider its approach to wearables in general.
0: Yeah. Making them more autonomous devices. Most of what they changed, like I think SmartStack looks really good. The biggest issue I have is some of the information that they've kind of uncondensed. The the biggest example I would have is in the activity app. What used to be one screen to see movement exercise and stand hours are now three screens. Like I do worry a little bit that they have maybe gone a little too far in terms of like making elements bigger, but then therefore pushing stuff. It's actually more work to get to the same information, but yeah overall, I do think I agree that this was uh, I have not tested it, but that this was maybe the most impressive um like o s upgrade at the show. I don't know. I know it's probably blasphemy to say, but like I don't think anyone has got up here, and Apple is kind of extending its lead with its first like really big redesign to its watch. OS although it needs to figure out a different app interface than, than the honeycomb. But both the list and the honeycomb thing for, for selecting apps is like terrible and it's so crazy to me that they have not dropped it yet. But, Personally
3: uh, I think uh Watch OS then addresses that. Like it's still the honeycomb, but now we can only s- uh, scroll uh, vertically, so like it's not uh you can't okay. really scroll right. around. So you can just go up or down. You or can't really roll. move around.
0: Okay, see that 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 is better. Yeah, 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 but, for
3: but, sure. Man, I, I I just
0: don't love it. But I do. I was not kidding up front. I do love the Snoopy watch faces. Like those are so good. I think they're really uh. cute. What? I can't have fun. I can't have a little fun, Stephen.
2: I you're like the youngest person I know who cares about peanuts.
0: Everyone loves like, Snoopy. I, I am Have you too. not been on the internet? Uh, I don't get it. Uh.
1: I mean, I'm still just floored at the lack of choice for Apple's watch faces in the face of literally everything being available on Android. The widget stacks being integrated more on the watch is kind of cool for me, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. Real quick, iPad OS 17. I don't have a ton to say here. I don't know if anyone else does. I I love that they have finally made widgets. Widgets. You can now interact with them which is probably what they should have been three years ago but hey it's here (laughs) i i i don't know why it took so long i don't know why you would want a music widget that you that just is essentially a big shortcut to your music app but you can now like actually you know instead of just scrolling and skip to the next song
1: yeah, exactly. no, that that wasn't a thing for this long is an embarrassment for a widget.
0: It, it's not great, Mahmood, Anything to say about iPad OS 17?
3: Yeah, about the widgets thing. Um, I I believe you can only pause and play. You can't even skip on the new music widget. Oh <laughs> it's <God>. that <laughs> limited. <laughs> yeah, you just get to like pause and play your recently played uh, albums or songs, and that's it. So as for iPad OS, I think. Um, it was just a catching up update. So Apple just sort of yeah. brought the customizable lock screen that was first introduced on the iPhone last year. So now it's made its way to the iPad, like the health app. Like, I feel like it's just the iPad is always missing exclusive iPhone features. And I feel like this update just sort of puts the two devices um in parallel. And we didn't really get plenty of exclusive iPad features. Like, yes, we got some uh, high quality wallpapers like of the planets. And we got like a more flexible stage manager where where you could like resize the windows in a finer manner. But apart from that, like there aren't much in the iPad department where Apple can say, oh, we're making the iPad more powerful or your next laptop replacement or whatever. It feels like it was just a very boring update.
0: Yeah. No, I and, and this is not the first time they've done kind of that catch up update for iPad OS. It, it it happens every couple years where it's like, I mean, I think it happened with widgets, right? Where, like, widgets were on iPhone first. And and the app library as well, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, what you know, I don't understand why their tablets are...
3: Yeah, especially since they share the same foundation, like iOS and iPodOS. So it's not like they need to do, like, much more work to get them, like, out on the same, uh, during the same year, but I don't
0: know. Yeah, no, 100%. But it's good they're here. Plenty of Android users have iPads. That's not rare at all. So, like, you know, if you want sort of functioning widgets now i guess <laughs> you can have them um real quick one last thing and then i promise we will move off of apple we are running so long when <laughs> we don't have oh, is there Android stuff this week barely no i i do want to just yeah. just call out this change to to ios 17 to to i specifically one of the things we wrote about on, on on android please ios 17 might just make iphone owners hate green bubbles less basically apple is making it so that uh they're not adding rcs don't worry they didn't talk about it um google once again embarrassed <laughs> itself by complaining about apple at io and and it's basically the mad men meme of i don't think about you at all but yeah so uh if you have an iphone and you're in a group chat with people on android and so therefore you have green bubbles you can now edit your green bubble messages or you can also send uh iMessage quality videos but again all of this is only for iphone people so like if it's two iPhone people and two Android people in a group chat, the Android people will get an MMS quality uh, video, which is to say garbage. And uh, the two iPhone people will get a high quality uh, video. So good for good for it's iOS. The dirty people. Android users presence
2: doesn't ruin the chat for everyone
0: else. Basically. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's like, don't worry iPhone owners. The The green bubbles won't hurt you too much. Oh they'll God. just have a bad experience. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's why I think iOS 17 is just doubling down on Apple's walled garden where Apple is like, no, we don't care. Whatever you say, like, I I think Google has called Apple now, like maybe three times, at least three times about the RCS thing. And Apple is just like flipping them off and like saying, no, we're going to do whatever we want to do. We're going to fix the experience for ourselves and our users. And there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely. Which is something I personally dislike because yeah, that it further separates funny. the two ecosystems.
0: Exactly. You you kind of have to admire it, like, to a certain extent, the, the, the disdain they have for the concept of RCS of like, like, not only will we not do that, we're going to fix it for our people. And you can keep talking about RCS or whatever. We don't even know what that is. Yeah. So uh, another year, another try to convince your friends to switch to Telegram or. WhatsApp or whatever service you prefer. Okay, that's it for Apple. Uh, Mahmoud, do you want to stay? I know it's we were at 53 minutes on the record. Do you want to stay on to talk about Reddit?
3: Uh, I'm afraid I have to run, but... Uh, that's okay. Uh, that it's perfectly fine. Thank everyone, you for joining I'm us. So so
0: sorry action.
3: we're so long. Enough. No, 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 it's okay. fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. And yeah. uh, everyone can find here. you at
0: XDA. Um, you have a ton of coverage from this week. Um, but But yeah. Oh, oh, uh what's your what's your um Twitter? What's your Twitter account? You? Yeah, where can people That's find you?
3: Mahmoud Z Itani. Mahmoud Zedtani.
0: There we go. And Jules should have that in the show notes as well. So if you guys want like a direct link, uh we can we can do that there. But
3: thank you so much for joining us. We will have a great day. Thank
0: you so much. Have a good day. iPhone 15. Is it the fifteen this year? I don't even
3: Yeah, yeah, even we <laughs> Well okay. thank you whenever whenever you wanna do that.
1: Awesome.
0: Thank you, man. Bye bye. 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 Take care. All right. Just the three of us.
1: Have we either we you read Reddit yet? Or do we want to start with Android 14?
0: No, we do Reddit. Android 14 is like five minutes at the end. Uh, <laughs> it's really nothing. Do you guys use third-party Reddit clients?
1: I used to. I used <laughs> to love third-party Reddit clients.
2: I don't use Reddit on my phone at
0: all. Oh, that's because you're, you only use old.reddit.com. Yeah, and, and it's got the best interface.
1: Oh the markup
0: looks the best. Oh, on, on Aura, you have no. Hey, Steven, how much yeah. how much Reddit karma do you have right now? Uh, like 1.9 million. Sorry, w- you cut out for a second. One more time. 1.9 million. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So, uh, we are graced with a true redditor mm, in, our, yeah. <laughs> in our in our uh, myths. So, if you have not been following the story, Reddit is making some changes to its API, basically implementing some Twitter. Level fees to kill off third party clients. Like I, I'm not going to like dance around it. Like this is not Reddit is trying to you know make more money from third party clients. This yeah, is a is move to kill here? off clients. Everyone's framing this as like, well, they're doing their IPO. They no, need to, no, this,
2: yeah, but they're not this making any Everyone's kill. running. This yeah. is a
1: we're killing yeah. all the third party apps and tools so that way you can use our platform and our tools in order to use our platform. Yes, and that is complete nutter crap but also I think motivated by the desire to try and force more and more people onto Reddit Premium, which to be fair, I did purchase Reddit Premium just because I got a little bit tired of some of the third-party apps and it was easy enough to just be like, okay, I, I give you this money. I don't see any more ads on your site. Cool. Done. Mm.
2: Okay. I've yeah, Having the, the 1.9 million karma, I get gifted a lot of uh, Reddit Premium. I have no idea what good it is. Like, I just see, though, you have a week of it left ticking down. It does not change experience for me, one iota.
0: So I use Sync for Reddit on Android, and I use Apollo on iOS, which I would say, in my opinion, are the two best uh, Reddit apps on those platforms. Um, Apollo has kind of made the biggest like news here. They kind of led the charge in being very public because it's one developer. It's just a guy. He was at WWDC this week. He was like, his app was called out twice by Apple, which is kind of funny in retrospect for one of the biggest tech companies one of the biggest companies in the world to like shout out his app like literally during the vision pro is anyone thing. having a worst week i wonder like i so i read his whole i i recommend people go oh read his, the, the thing it's he so posted frustrating it's very long basically like there there is some like real drama in it of like the ceo of of Reddit. Steve Huffman accusing him of like blackmailing him, and like, but he's got recordings. He's got the receipts. he's got receipts. He's literally ca- like, he's like, I live in Canada. I can record phone calls without it's, it's one sided um consent. Like I'm good. Like I have all the fucking phone calls. Uh, so I should uh-huh. have probably sworn. But please go read that Reddit post. It's incredible. Like the amount of disdain that higher ups at Reddit have for third party apps right now. That is what this move is. And like again as we record, we are now an hour and a half away from this AMA that's supposed to happen with Steve Huffman. And it's going to be probably a disaster. Nothing's going to change. All these apps are going to shut down. We should say it's not just the experiences for like the three of us on this call or or anyone listening. Like the bigger problem here is that like this is also going to kill like those apps have a bunch of like mod tools that make moderating subreddits easier for volunteer moderators. I think that's like important to say that like Reddit is built on the idea that, like, people are just giving their free time to running these communities that are the draw of Reddit. And I think that this will hurt Reddit in a way where, like, I think you will see either subreddits that you like either flooded with.
1: spam and inappropriate content. Exactly. Or 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 hate speech or. Yeah.
0: Or yes to, I think what you were about to say, or like some subreddits will not survive and be like, look, we can't moderate this anymore. Like we're just shutting down the subreddit, sorry.
1: Or some subreddits will instead switch to a thing where you submit a post and it has to be approved before it gets posted, which means that you will post something and it won't show up on the subreddit for hours, possibly days.
0: Yeah, it, it's 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 going to be like a disaster for the site. Like it, 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 it is maybe will affect quite... The bottom line is the question for them. Well, I mean, and but again, sure like it, it's how I feel about Twitter, too, where it's like the whole thing revolves around people making free content for you. You can't like there is a level of goodwill that has to come with that. You can't just expect it. Like, look, like I remember Dig. <laughs> like, oh, where's God. Dig? Yeah. Like, don't you cannot like pretend that these social apps will be around forever. Like, and I know every CEO loves to do that, but like reddit could die like i'm not saying it'll die tomorrow but it could die in eight years when a replacement has you know spawned that supports third-party apps and all of these developers have moved to that and all these communities have moved to that i mean we are seeing like i i have no idea how blue sky is doing like someone send me a blue sky invite but (laughs) I i would love to know but like you know, Instagram just teased its Twitter client, like these things happen, like social apps are not forever it's just because the last decade of them kind of have been. I think it's a serious threat that like no one at these companies will actually take seriously until it's until it's late, which is so funny because again, Reddit basically replaced a dig in, in so many ways and it's like,
1: well, and Reddit. You guys part don't of the know. The reason Reddit has so much freaking clout is because it's become a de facto search engine for when a lot of us are having problems with literally anything. And somebody and can, can go read going, all sure. about that. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to just... lose so much of that expertise and so much of that authority by doing something like this.
0: I, I uh, plug for my editorial this week on how um, Google's uh, AI powered search can't replace putting the word Reddit in front of a search uh, yeah. yet. It's, It's still to just search reddit for what you're trying to find please go read I th- that i
2: think the biggest problem with this is if you know that people do end up moving away from reddit where are they going to go to to continue these discussions and i think right now the obvious answer is discord and when that happens yes. the information they share there is not no longer going to be accessible to google in the way it has been on reddit and right. we're going to lose that resource It's just going to you know disappear from the web as a searchable yes. thing
0: and and Look, Discord has its haters. Like, there will be people oh, I hate who, like, Discord. see, Discord has its haters. There will be people who don't want to jump to it. And, like, Steven's not going to give up his karma. That's basically what mm. he built his whole personality around. But, um <laughs> God, people are going to think, I'm so mean to you. They're going to be like, wow, Will's a- such a bully. Hollow shell they- of a man. They won't know that like this is this is all I can do to defend myself. in Slack mm-hmm. is just is just That's pick right. on you because because you're gonna come at me ten times harder. Mm-hmm. The whole situation sucks. Like basically, if you use a third party app, it's probably shutting down on June thirtieth. Um, I don't know. That's I, I don't I don't have like analysis beyond that. Like it just sucks. Like we'll show up on July first and see how
2: awful the landscape looks and.
0: It'll be like oh, Twitter. It'll be like you log on and you're like, yeah, this is mostly the same, I guess. And then, like, you know, months will go by and you'll be and like, there's no seeing a lot more hate speech yeah, lately, yeah. seeing a lot more like garbage ads li- lately. Like, that's weird. Like, it'll be what it is, except worse. I don't know. It's that's kind of the 2023 uh, mantra, I guess. Um, okay. We're at an hour record time. Although Jules is going to cut out the four minutes where I went and got a package from FedEx. Android fourteen beta three. That's yes. kind of the Android news of the week. It was it was otherwise kind of a quiet week. I know we had a lot of news last week, so that's that's probably kind of where we're Where's coming from. Where's our feature drop? Dang it! Yeah, feature drop delayed. It seems like was supposed to arrive on Monday. We thought maybe they had you know pushed it back a little bit for yeah. For we thought Apple, WWDC might delay but it, but it's then still not, here not Tuesday. Here. No, nothing. Yeah, which is a bummer. But instead, we got Android fourteen beta three kind of out of. Not out of nowhere. I guess it was mostly expected, but um, but it is here. It's not radically different as you would probably at, expect. Yeah, at this point, you yeah, I wouldn't be. The biggest thing is that the, the uh, lock screen customization that Google showed off on stage at I.O. is um, here, basically. You can use it. You can try it out. I would say it's about as ugly as I find the iOS customizable lock screen. Um, piggy, I don't... Piggy. I, I just, like, I don't like any of these fonts. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's up with tech <laughs> the companies. The kerning is just so frustrating. <laughs> the kerning is frustrating. I agree. Oh I actually God. think that. Well, I the one I really hate is the one that just puts a bunch of information along the side of the screen. So it's like yeah. 89 oh. degrees just randomly to the right of your fingerprint sensor. It's like, great. That looks terrible, but okay. The clocks are fine, I guess. The emoji wallpaper is not there. Unfortunately, neither is the, the cinematic uh, wallpaper, although... Uh,
1: I thought those were going to start on Pixels.
0: Yeah, I would bet that those are probably coming in the feature drop uh, whenever that arrives. Next week, probably? I don't know. Like, I don't know what's been up with Google and their their delay. This is not the first time in a while that we've seen a delay, so kind of a bummer there. But, um, yeah, I... I- Sorry for spending 90 seconds on on Android news on this Android podcast, but that's kind of it this week for the most part. I mean, it was really like Apple kind of sucked all the air out of the room with the Vision Pro. Like, I, I think that's kind of what happened. But yeah, I, do you guys have any other Android news you want to talk about?
2: I'm wondering where my old daydream is right now.
0: Oh, probably in the that trash.
1: Dead in the landfill <laughs> somewhere.
2: <laughs> that sounds about right.
0: That's you want to talk about uh, e waste. Well, I think Google. Ended <laughs> I guess up re- it was cardboard, right?
2: It, I was gonna
1: say some of them were literally cardboard.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Google repurposed the
2: Daydream remote for Chromecast with Google TV. It looks like the exact same. Oh, it,
0: it, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I just want both of you to know. I think I I think I've already said this in Slack somewhere, but I I as of this week have unplugged my Chromecast with Google TV It's no longer functioning. Aww. It has been replaced with a Fire Stick. Say what you will about Amazon's terrible UI, but it sure can launch apps with sound without needing a reboot uh, every 24 hours. Um, Which, by the way, I talked to Ben at uh, 9 to 5, and he has the same issue, or a a very similar one, with with having to reboot to... to, uh, Is it overheating? No, he also uses a sound bar. That's kind of our thought process right now. I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, so rest in peace to my Chromecast. You're going to go in a drawer. And I'll pull you out when I need to write about something. Yeah. But otherwise, I reset that thing like three or four times, and every every time it works fine for like a month or two, and then very quickly it goes downhill. So I need to I need to write something about it um, maybe next yeah. week. But anyway, yeah, that's it for the Apple Police Podcast. I'm sure we'll get a comment or something about that. Um, no, that's it for the Android Police Podcast this week. We have lots of actual Android news coming up, like the pixel fold and tablet launch in a couple weeks oh, right. yes Those they do. yeah do. so like don't be too mad about our one week talking about the vision pro we'll be yelling about a tablet uh very soon i think that goes we'll on be sale. Able to get us to shut up about google hardware so. Oh god yeah uh two two weeks i think right is it like yeah, the 22nd 23rd something like that and then the it's pixel up. fold is the week after so like yeah we will have plenty to talk about we don't really do where 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 we can find people anymore. I know we shut it out. mood's Twitter. Go follow him. Um, Stephen. I mean, we've been
1: shouting out you and Bader's Letterbox. Yeah, accounts.
0: follow me and. T- oh my god! <laughs> <their> <laughs> oh, Stephen. I know you don't listen to the podcast, but we've been doing like five minute movie corners at the end of. Uh, yeah. We don't have time this week.
1: No, <laughs> we don't. Which is a shame because I didn't get to do mine last week. But yeah.
0: Did you? We you were going to do Little Mermaid, right? Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, and Did you I, like it? I was going
1: to say I. I, I did like it. Um, A lot of people really hated a lot of the story changes, and I was actually okay with basically all but like two of them. So I've been having that soundtrack on repeat because I don't want to go spend another two and a half hours in a movie theater for a film that I, I want to rewatch like eight to ten specific scenes in. But it was yeah. a very good movie. That's a lot uh, of scenes.
2: Uh, I have any seen... songs or
0: anything. Oh, yeah. I was about to uh, say, yeah, I've seen songs. The Scuttlebutt. Uh, huh. That's uh,
1: uh, why did they share the worst song in the movie?
0: Uh, that's a new rap written by Lin Manuel Miranda for Aquafina. I've always and said Diggs. that the mermaid needed more rap songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that clip got shared on I will Twitter. Say, the
1: song's placement in the character singing it makes sense. Like, sure, it's okay, like a whole okay. plot
0: re- not recap, but yeah, I get it. But it's, a, it's, a, it's not very ex- well.
1: It's exposition, but yeah. also yeah, yeah there mean, we go. Like, It's, it's very character for uh, in character for Scuttle to just be like stream of consciousness and no filter and just like bouncing around from word to word so i i understand narratively why it made sense i also just understand that this was not the song that needed to be in there even if we needed to exposition a lot of stuff in a very short amount of time yeah the other new songs were cool
0: <laughs> fair, fair enough i've not heard them i've only heard scuttlebutt um fair enough I uh, just want to say that I didn't get to the theater last week, but I am going to go see Spider-Verse tomorrow. So maybe I'll talk oh, about that, I need to next, go do that next week. I'm going to watch um, Fast X tonight. Yeah, we need to. I need to do that. Um, I, I need to find the time to uh, hurt myself by watching <laughs> Fast X. <laughs> Fast 10? Fast X? I don't know.
1: I, the fact that they didn't just do like fasten your seatbelts for Fast, like, oh,
2: the tagline or something. Oh. Hire this woman i am marketing i am no
1: i i I want nothing to do with that franchise other than just (laughs) like go watch the cinema sins video every now and again you don't like family
0: yeah why don't you like you don't like coronas terrible everything through fast seven is fear sorry furious seven is good that's what i'll say and also i i'm a fast nine defender an f9 defender but that's neither here nor there okay that's it we're actually done it's 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 12:15. I'm going to go eat lunch. I don't know about you guys.
1: Yeah, I should have a meal today.
0: Yeah. Uh read the site plenty of stuff there. We'll have we have like I said pixel reviews are coming soon probably. <laughs> I know about as much as the people listening. Daniel will probably be back next week unless he renounces his Canadian citizenship and moves to Paris or whatever. I, well, I unless like
2: listener response is just super Steven yeah, positive. Go, y'all can go and, like, check like, out Journey
1: Dan's uh, Instagram if you want to see what Daniel's been up to. Because he's been posting pictures and they are beautiful. I
0: do need to go I don't think I follow him on Instagram. I do need to go do that Sorry. I was laughing at Steven being like the listeners are going to demand that the Karma King returns. It could returns. happen It could happen <laughs> Steven we'll, we will have you back. You you have your mic actually set up now which was, which was the biggest I think deterrent from having you on um,
2: i don't know what's wrong with it i just took it apart and put it back together and it started working again i didn't yeah. fix
0: anything
1: when in doubt turned it off and turn it back yeah, on pretty much
0: yeah yeah um okay that's it uh uh steven ara thanks Bye. thank
3: you Bye-bye.